0: Who decided to show? Sorry I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You're causing a major disturbance on my time.
1: If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late? I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later. With Karis and Jeremy from 1027 the Peak. put your Good morning. Hello, love. What's your
0: on front cause?
1: Uh, butchered en française.
0: Yeah, well, mean, butcher. Like, what's a butcher in French?
1: Uh, I don't know. Uh, un cleaver? Uh, hacker? I don't think so.
0: No? I'll have to look that up.
1: I like to pretend to know ha- French ha- words. Ha- yeah, I like to make up the French words. That's true butchered French is when you're you have no idea and then you say, "Uh, it is a hacker."
0: I know and that would have worked through most of your life, but now your children have all of the world's knowledge in their pocket and they're just like, "Mom, no.
1: No, that is not that's what not even see, close, see. Now I'm just going to have to Google butcher." Uh,
0: yeah, your levels are good. Levels are good.
1: Okay, levels are good. Good. Uh, hello and welcome to The Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis. I'm
0: Jeremy. Welcome.
1: This is episode 124. Happy 99th birthday, Cora! Extravaganza. Yes. Uh, And if you're wondering, butcher en français is boucher for a feminine butcher, boucher for a masculine. Uh, and I'm not sure they don't have a non-binary version because that's not how those languages work.
0: Yeah, I was uh, Boucher. That's it. Because I'm kind of thinking it's like a like a also like also like a classic last name for you know for Right. Yeah. And then I, it's my last name is Baker, so it's Boulanger.
1: Ah, so you're Jeremy Boulanger. Boulanger. En français.
0: Jeremy Boulanger. Jeremy. I don't know if they say Jason or not. Is that, <laughs> that a word?
1: That sounds Spanish. Je, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy. That would be Spanish That'd because be, yeah, the J becomes a
0: Y. Becomes a Y.
1: But in G- French, it would be
0: Jeremy. Jeremy, yeah. Boulanger. Yes. We oui, Sava ça ça va bien. Ah. Comme si comme ça.
1: C'est bien. C'est bien.
0: There we go. We love our butchered French, and now we got a good good program. It begins. Well, we we. Talk about uh, great aunt Cora's 99th birthday. That's where it begins, and that's the title of the show.
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, we talk about her. I mean, it's a, incredible. My great aunt Cora, her older sister was my grandma. Right. And her older sister was 14 years older than she wow. is. Wow. Yeah. She so was.
0: Grandma Karis would be 113 if she was still alive. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Grandma Karis, her name was Sybil.
0: Sybil, great name.
1: Yeah, totally Cora and Sybil. I know. Were
0: your great-grandparents hipsters?
1: (laughs) And their older sister was Margaret and Olive.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Margaret, Olive, Sybil, Cora.
0: I could imagine being at the playground on Commercial Drive (laughs) near Napier, William Street, (laughs) right now, and there's a mom yelling at Sybil, Cora, Margaret, Margaret and Olive, and Olive (laughs) and those are four four-year-olds today running around yeah. the park uh, at Commercial and William.
1: Yeah, well, my great Aunt Cora is 99 years old today. Holy moly! Which is pretty impressive and it's pretty wild
0: talking her Did you ask her, her the about- secrets for a long life? Uh, no, you know what?
1: I I haven't. I th- I'm going to give her a birthday call today. Yeah, we had some cake over the weekend to nice. celebrate, but I'm going to call her on her actual birthday and um and I will ask her that and see see what she says. They always
0: say gin. They're just like no, you know gin what? Honestly, to gin start. totally.
1: Like I I had my first gin and tonic with her when I was. Quite young, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how old I was the first time I had a gin and tonic. You're with probably my great like seven. Probably seven. She's
0: like, in World War 2 you had a fifth of gin and over the top, and you're like, okay, okay, like, sure, go on, you will cool, be rambunctious, <laughs> you kids, keep me young. <laughs> you're like, okay, Great
1: uh, so we, I'll ask her about that, and I'll report back. I'll tell yeah. you what she says. All
0: right. I'm, if I'm putting money down...
1: It's gin.
0: The, the answer is gin.
1: Probably gin and cookies, and cookies. also just a general positive outlook. My great aunt Cora is a very... Uh, she's a very upbeat person. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, I can, Well, it's the gin.
0: She just yeah. gets through each and every day <laughs> just with a whimsy.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're also talking today on the podcast... Uh, but what else do we have? We're, oh, dear. A frozen penis at right, the Olympics? Right. <gasps> Probably
0: even the guy's first time battling this. No. <laughs> no.
1: But, I mean, reading about having a frozen penis at the Olympics makes me happy that all of my bits are on, on the inside. Yeah, yeah. That because be they good. don't freeze when they're on the inside.
0: Yeah. That w- w- I, I mean, I guess if you were experiencing a similar, you'd be dead.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: You'd be like, oh, at that point, I'm not worried about it frozen down there. Cause yeah, it, no, I'm it's froze. just like,
1: it, that would mean that my entire the core rest of you had to was freeze. frozen. <laughs> and that would be a bigger problem. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then what's our last story today? We're talking about, uh, oh, the VHS tape sold for a lot of dollars. So many dollars, dollars. And that's why I'm not allowed to win of Max because I would have bought it. I'm just wasting my money. Broken Bells, The High
1: Road on 1027 The Peak. Good morning. You're listening to The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. It's 6.05 a.m. I had a really exciting birthday celebration over the weekend. It wasn't for me. It was for my great-aunt Cora, who turns 99. She We had her 99th birthday party on, I guess it was Sunday night, and we had barbecue and a cake. we had ninety nine on the cake, which is so much fun. Like, when do you ever get to do that? <laughs> it was so exciting. Um, and I mean, the really amazing thing, too, is that at ninety nine, uh you know, we're 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 chatting about stuff, like all kinds of stuff. I was talking to her about the pandemic and how that has been for her. And you know I mean, she's lived through a lot of world events, right? The World War two the great depression which she doesn't remember as much just because she was younger but um she said the pandemic has been really hard because of the loneliness factor she said that really you know she that was incredibly challenging i uh, mean you know i mean still is it's not like the pandemic's over but comparatively to other things that she's experienced she said you know yeah that ha- that has really been a, a huge challenge, and like nothing else that I've been through. And then we were talking about World War II, and she she grew up on the East Coast. Uh, she's from a town called Glace Bay, and she was a you know she would have been a teenager when World War II started, and there were a couple of young guys from her town who became pilots, and they were shot down over the English Channel. And they were both in the same plane, two buddies from the same town. And they were shot down over the English Channel. They ended up uh, floating in the freeze, you know, freezing cold water for hours and hours and hours. I'm not sure how long, but a like really, really, really long time. One of them didn't make it. One of them died. Died. Yeah, as hanging onto a chunk of plane. Oh wow! And he couldn't, you know, he couldn't make it, and he he drowned. That was it. But she said that. You know, the, the guy who survived, he came back and, and he told this story. And he said, he said, you know what, you know what got me through was as I was holding on to this piece of airplane, and another wave just kept, you know, every time a wave would come, I'd be like, I gotta hold on. And and he kept wondering, how much longer can I hold on? And every time a wave would come at him, he would remember his elementary school teacher who, when he would ask her, can I go to the bathroom? She would say, can you not just hold on for one more minute? Uh, what? Can you not just hold on for one more minute? Just one more minute? And he said, you know, that used to just tick me off. Like, I was so mad at her. I hated her for that. I was like, why you? I got to go pee now. What do you mean one more minute? But as he was sitting there in the English Channel trying not to die, holding on to a piece of an airplane, it was his elementary school teacher saying, can you not just hang on for one more minute? That got him through.
0: Good morning, you guys. You're listening to the early show. Olympics wrapped up but for one uh, Finnish skier. His battle just is beginning.
1: Yeah, he had quite the finish to his
0: event. The 50-kilometer mass start race was so cold, cross-country skiing, that they actually had to shorten the race 22 kilometers. Was that the conditions were that poor? These are people. This guy's from Finland. He's used to cold. All these people are used to skiing out in frigid conditions. But this guy froze his penis.
1: Oh, oh, because they wear those tight little Lycra suits. I mean, yeah, those yeah. things aren't insulated terribly well. I'm sure there's probably some like stretchy long underwear in there as well. But still, you get a wind chill. You know, I mean, I don't know how that Lycra is yeah, got got little.
0: He's got a little bulge and then that's out front. And that's just that's taking all the wind. You know what I yes. mean? It was great for the rest of the body. It's able to like a shark fin able to propel him forward. Uh, but he said, uh, uh, "Very painful to reheat up after that. You know what it's like yes. when your fingers get cold and you get them in the warm water, and you're like, and then ow! it's like,
1: ow, that hurts." It's that. And apparently, this is not the first time that his penis has frozen <laughs> in a cross-country ski race.
0: So he's a veteran.
1: Yes. And uh, now, what I think he needs to, he needs to know what I do to my frozen pipes because I have frozen pipes on the outside of my house. You just need to build a little foam coat.
0: You need a little coat for his frozen pipes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, perfect day out there right now. Beautiful uh, in the city. We just heard MGMT doing a song called "Time to Pretend." Karis, I got a new, I got a new relic for my collection, my fake collection. Is it dinosaur bones? I wish, I is wish it was a meteor dagger, but it, it's not. It's not a meteor dagger or dinosaur bones. No, this one is a uh, an original first edition copy of the nineteen eighty four sci fi classic, The Terminator. Whoa, it's a VHS. Sold at auction for $32,500. Oh, wow. Almost, not even mint, like almost mint, like 9 out of 10 uh, condition. It's good. It's great. I mean,
1: that's yeah, that's pretty good condition, but $32,000 for that's a right. VHS tape?
0: I wouldn't even be able to play it. I would need a video rental store to rent a VHS player.
1: You know what? I still have a VHS player. I think I kept one.
0: Good. I'd come over to your place, we'd set it up at the basement and just be okay, let's go (laughs) (laughs) T-800.
1: Let's watch this really low quality video footage.
0: Yes, it'll be great. I'm I'm sure it'll come out okay. We need an old TV. Probably wouldn't be able to plug your VHS into a new TV. I know. You know what? We still... need like an adapter. A dongle.
1: uh, Something like that. We actually have a really old uh, flat screen, one of the first... Like, it's called Dynex. I think it's a Dynex brand. Oh, wow. It was really cheap. And it was, you know, early on in sort of the flat screen TV phase that we are currently still in. (laughs) (laughs) And and we still have it because it still works. Thank you, Dynex, for your incredible (laughs) quality craftsmanship. But it's got the extra plugs in it that you can plug some of that old school stuff into. Nice. So, so we, we could we, do it. We, we could do it probably with my VHS player and my old Dynex flat screen TV.
0: So what would happen if I brought over my $32,000 VHS copy of Terminator and your VHS ate it? <laughs> <gasps> that would be horrible.
1: Talking about Terminator, the original from 1984, I remember going to see Terminator 2 Judgment Day in 1991 when it came out in theaters. I went and saw it at Capital Six theaters downtown Vancouver because it was my on oh, my brother's birthday so he was going with some friends and my dad said well okay I'll take you you know I was 11 when that movie came out he would have been you know 14 or something like that so he took my brother and a few friends for his birthday
0: and his little sister, me, got to go along. And let me guess, Karis, you've been scared of human murdering robots ever since.
1: Well, yeah, pretty much. But it was a really exciting time, and I was very glad I got to go see that film.
0: We got a text from Jason, 281027, says uh, he has a copy of the never-ending story on VHS and has it uh, packaged to protect it. Really? He says he'll sell it to me for $20,000 <gasps> because we're buds.
1: 20,000. Well, and well I, that's,
0: way, that's good savings over yeah. uh, Terminator, which was over
1: $30,000. Agreed. And yeah. I do have the VHS and pretty I have my old Dynex TV, so we could maybe give it a right. shot.
0: That's pretty good. And then we're getting lots of text messages here for slang. Olden time slang terms that should make a comeback. Rochelle says grody for gross. Grody <laughs> Oh. What?
1: <laughs> I like that one. That's
0: a good one. Thank you I, for that, Rochelle. I remember that. Okay, Karis.
1: Yes, Jeremy. Scarred
0: from murdering futuristic robots in a nuclear hellscape and a humanity on the verge of collapse.
1: Yeah, that's right. But you know what? Actually, oddly enough, I remember we got a text from a listener talking about the never ending story. Yeah. And I remember watching that film, and that to me was scarier than Terminator 2 Judgment Day.
0: Oh, yeah, that weird. uh, Remember that weird Return Return to Oz movie they made too? Did you ever see that one? That was freaky as all hell. I'm not sure Yeah But was, yeah was Some sweet. of, some was of like those a, it like It was like a Wizard of Oz remake
1: The I, so the strange. 80s sci-fi things were kind of creepy for yeah, me Yeah
0: Labyrinth even Like I love yes. Labyrinth oh, now yeah. But as a kid I was like no. What is up with this film exactly. Is creepy Exactly Yeah and They're just Muppets Yes. Nowadays I watch it, I'm like, this is so hokey and hilarious <laughs> and adorable. But when I was a kid, I was like, Well, I'll have nightmares forever. Yep. Put Jaws back on so I can sleep, please. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, no, I, I didn't I don't remember being scared. I just remember really loving being at Terminator Two Judgment Day at Capital Six, With My older brother with my older brother, my older brother's birthday, and I got to go too and you I felt really get cool yeah totally and like sit really near the front and oh I yeah life. it was good yeah,
0: that'll be the best That was good life is good when you're 11 year old karis
1: yeah totally
0: <laughs> all right let's uh call it a uh a, a podcast super fun times thank you guys for being part of it you can always uh tweet at to uh, karis tonight what was a movie that was just it was just way too inappropriate for you to watch at a young age um Keep a PG-13 your answer, though. (laughs) Yes. At Kharis, C-H-A-R-I-S-H-O-G-G. Like, one time I was on the internet and I watched. Yeah, we don't care about that. (laughs) At Jeremy (laughs) underscore Baker.
1: Not like that. Just, you know, something that's a little bit uh, too mature for you
0: at the time. (laughs) And uh, we'll hook you up with the chips. All right. We'll call that a show. Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right. We're done here.